0: You're listening to the BCHL podcast, the official podcast of the BCHL. Into the goal! He
1: scores! Oh. He scores! And just 5-4, driving to the net. He scores! From his backhand to his forehand, a short-handed breakaway.
2: Right in scores! Oh. Shoots it for 13 yeah. scores!
1: Good morning, good afternoon, good night. Score! Ozar wins it!
0: Overtime winner! Now, here's your host, Jesse Adamson.
1: Hey there, welcome to the BCHL Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Adamson. Believe it or not, we are now entering the final weekend of the BCHL pod season. These 20 games have gone by in a flash, but before we reset things, let me first tell you about our three interviews today. First up, we speak with Chilliwack Chiefs forward Sasha Teleguin. Our second interview is with Penticton V's forward Luke Wilson. And finally, we wrap things up with Salmon Arm Silverbacks goalie and BCHL Player of the Week Owen Say. I'd also like to let you know that the BCHL podcast is presented by Fortis BC. Fortis BC is a longtime partner of the BCHL, and we thank them for their continued support of the league. Heading into the final week of the season, many teams still have a lot to play for, as first place in several pods have yet to be decided. The tightest race is in the Chilliwack pod, where the Prince George Spruce Kings are one point up on the Chilliwack Chiefs heading into the final weekend of play. Uh, each team has two games left, including the final game of that pod season on Sunday which could likely decide the winner. Elsewhere, the Alberni Valley Bulldogs and the Victoria Grizzlies are tied for first place on the island pod with 24 points each. The two teams play each other twice over the weekend in a series that will likely decide the winner. Although Alberni Valley has one game in hand and that game will be played on Tuesday. It's a rescheduled game uh, from one that was postponed earlier in the season. The only other pod yet to be decided is the Vernon pod, where the Vipers are three points up on the Salmon Arm Silverbacks with two games each left to play. Those two teams face off tonight, and if Vernon gets the win, they will clinch. Uh, If not, if Salmon Arm takes it, it'll come down to the last couple games uh, where West Kelowna will have a chance to play spoiler. With those three pods still up for grabs, that means that the two other ones have already been decided. So we would like to congratulate the Penticton V's who have taken the Penticton pod and the Surrey Eagles who have clinched the Coquitlam pod. All right, let's get to our interviews. First up, Sasha Teleguin. The 18-year-old is in his first BCHL season with the Chilliwack Chiefs. He's fitting in quite nicely with 14 points in 18 games. Uh, He's also a prospect for the 2021 NHL entry draft. We caught up with Teleguin to get his thoughts on the draft, his season so far and the upcoming matchup over the weekend with Prince George that could potentially decide first place in the Chilliwack pod. All right, Sasha, you're, you're new to the BCHL this year. Uh, before you actually arrived, what did you know about the league?
2: Uh, well, I knew that it was really fast. It was really skilled. And uh, I knew that you know um, people came here to uh, you know, kind of show their offensive talent and I knew it was a really offensive league. So yeah, I, I knew uh, that part about it,
1: but um, I wasn't really aware of uh, how, uh, how tough the league is going to be. So, yeah. So now, now that you're here and you played in a bunch of games, what are your early impressions of the league? Uh, well,
2: yeah, I mean, obviously it's fast and it's skilled and, uh, but um, at the same time, I, I wasn't really, prepared for uh how structured it was going to be like in our hub we play against uh pg who's you know they they play a really disciplined they play a really structured game and uh they kind of you know choke teams out a little bit and you know that that took me to that took me a little bit to get adjusted to so uh
1: yeah i wasn't really prepared for that but you know So what was it about the BCHL that made you want to come here? Was it the, uh, the offensive style of, of the play? What, what made it a good fit for you and, and your, your game?
2: Well, I mean, I wasn't really so much focused on, uh, the type of style that the league played. Um, what stood out to me the most was, uh, uh, the coaching in Chilliwack, uh, You know, Coach Maloney and Coach Rahala, they were both really invested in developing me, you know, as a player and turning me into, you know, a fully rounded hockey player. You know, they're pretty aware of my, you know, offensive capabilities, but they're more focused on um, getting me ready for college hockey and,
1: you know, taking the next steps. And that's kind of what stood out to me. So yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of why I came here. So you didn't arrive in town back in September. You've been on the roster since then, but I know you came a little bit later. So was it challenging for you to, to get in there, uh, kind of after everyone had been together for a few months and, and adapt to the team, what was it like for you coming in?
2: Um, yeah, it was, uh, it definitely took me a couple of weeks just to get accustomed to, uh, you know. Uh, our practices, the training here. um, You know, it was, it was definitely a challenge. Uh, I've never really, you know, uh, the practices that, you know, the coaches run here in Chowack aren't anything like I've ever had, you know, just the speed, intensity, you know, uh, battling and all that good stuff. Like, you know, it was uh, it's it's really intense, and the coaches here they uh they expect the best to bring the best every single day in practice, and you know, they're they're strong believers in practicing how you play. So it took me a little while to get accustomed to it, and you know, to catch up the speed. But you know, once I got there, it was you know, it was just uh smooth. It, was, it just uh you know, it was everything was, has been good from there.
1: Yeah, th- things seem to be going well for you now that we're uh, playing games. You got 14 points in, in 18 games, so you seem to be fitting in quite nicely. Um, how have you felt on the ice about your game?
2: Um, I, felt, I felt, you know, pretty good. Uh, obviously, uh, I feel like I could be doing a bit more um, offensively, you know, producing a bit more goals. Um, but, uh, you know, overall, I think I've been fitting in just fine. And, uh, you know, for, for my first 20 games in the league, I think it's gone, you know, pretty well. And,
1: you know, I'm glad that with the, with the group of guys that we have, it's, uh, it it just made it a lot easier. So, so Chilliwack, I know has been dealing with a lot of injuries, so, um, it, it might be a bit of a rotating cast, but who have you been playing with mostly this year?
2: Oh boy. Uh, you know, Coach Maloney loves to switch it up a lot. Um, You know, I think I've I've played with almost every one of my teammates uh, at some point. But um, right now I've been playing with uh, Fust and um, I've been playing with Ray Fust and Connor Milburn for the past week or so. Uh, I don't know what coach is going to do. For this upcoming week and the last two games, I don't know if he's going to switch it up, but yeah, you know, coach loves to switch it up, and I've gotten to play with almost every one of my teammates, so that's been that's been quite the experience.
1: Yeah, I want to ask you about one of those teammates and uh, Ethan Bowen, who's a a longtime BCHL player. He was uh, drafted uh, by the Ducks. Back in uh, october um I, I know you haven't played with him consistently but i'm sure you guys get on the ice together and especially on the power play and uh, he, he scored a pretty unreal goal the other night what can you say about him and the type of player he is
2: oh uh, well i mean bo bo is just a leader you know on the ice he he kind of you know he he leads by example and you know obviously he's uh he's such a skilled forward and he's super talented and you know, that's why I got drafted by Anaheim. And, you know, it's, uh, every single time I hop on the ice with them, you know, I, I know that, uh, we're going to have a good shift and that we're going to, we're going to get our chances. And, uh, you know, that's just the
1: type of player he is. Like whenever you're on the ice with them, you just know that something good's going to happen. Looking at your numbers, 13 of your 14 points this year are assists. Um, so I'm, gu- I'm guessing it's safe to say that uh, you're, you're more of a playmaker. Is that how you see your, yourself as well?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely uh, like to, you know, distribute the puck a little bit. I, I'd say more of a pass-first guy than a shoot-first. Um, you know, obviously, uh, I've had times where I could have probably shot the puck and got myself a goal and it the play didn't really work out but you know uh i don't know i i, I kind of i enjoy you know moving the puck around and giving it to my teammates and you know how you know seeing them bang one in so you know uh, that that's just kind of how i uh, how my game is
1: yeah. Um, What is it about your game specifically? Like, what skill set do you think allows you to be so good at setting up your teammates? Is it uh, hockey awareness? Is it vision? Is it kind of everything combined? What What, what do you think that is?
2: Uh, I think uh, I think I'm good at like creating space for myself, and uh, you know, I'm I'm really aware. So uh, you know, whenever I uh, get an opening. I I always look around first to see, you know, if, uh, any, any of my teammates are around before I let one go. And, uh, you know, I usually like to, uh, you know, drag players to me, you know, maybe drag the goalie with me and then, you know, give it out to open space and, uh, let my teammate bang one in. So I don't know. I think, I think it has to do with, uh, yeah. I mean, as you said, maybe, uh, creating space for myself and, uh, you know, I like to look around for my teammates, so maybe vision could uh,
1: could have something to do with it. So, you know, yeah. So I just want to go back a few years here. Uh, you spent three years at Thayer Academy in Massachusetts. I know you started playing there at a, a pretty young age. What was the prep school experience like?
2: Uh, you know, my experience at Thayer Academy was it, was it was honestly it was great. Um, you know. I mean, obviously the hockey there was unbelievable and I got to get coached by you know a future Hall of Famer Tony and Monty, you know that you know that doesn't really happen too often not not many kids get you know that opportunity to get you know coached by someone with such a successful NHL career and uh, obviously uh, you know that that connection I had with Tony and all the things I've learned from him and that's been great but even on a social aspect like you know uh social and academics like uh, i learned you know so much as uh just how to be a better human being and uh you know how to take school seriously and you know how uh you know i just learned a lot i met many great people there i mean a lot of my friends that I'm, i met from there academy you know we're going to be friends for a very long time and you know the the Experience that I had at there, I'm going to carry along with me for the rest of my life. So I'm, I'm really grateful for that. And, you know, I'll, I'll always have great things to say about their academy.
1: So you're eligible for the NHL draft this summer. Um, I I know the draft year is a big year for a lot of players. Uh, When you're out there, and and given that it's such a short season too, how do you handle the pressure of of knowing that that scouts are watching closely and it's only a handful of games, but um, also kind of wanting to just be yourself and play your game as well? Like, How do you handle that uh, that balance, I guess? Uh,
2: I mean, honestly, uh, I kind of just the, once I step on the ice I kind of just shut all that off like I, I just kind of focus on you know making the next play on you know making the next pass or the next shift And not I don't really I try not to get uh, in my head about you know who's watching you know from where and what's going on you know I'm, I'm just kind of I'm focused on you know helping my team win and uh, all, all that other stuff that will come after the game like if uh, you know if uh, all that stuff be rewarded as, uh, you know, if you, you know, play good and you, you stay focused, uh, all that other stuff will come. So I try not to get to, too, uh, you know, or uh, how do you say it? I try not to get uh,
1: in my head about it. So if it does happen and, and we get to the summer and you do hear, hear your name called, uh, what would it mean to you to get selected by an NHL team?
2: Oh, I mean, that would just be a dream come true. I mean, getting drafted is something I've, uh, I've, I've always, you know, wished for and something, you know, I've always kind of worked for my entire life and, uh, you know, that would just be such a blessing and, uh, you know, that, that would mean the world honestly, but, uh, yeah, I, it's, uh, you know, the closer it's getting, the more excited I'm getting and, you know. The nerves are going off a little bit, but, you know, as I said, uh, just uh, trying
1: to focus on these last two games and finishing up the season, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, So you guys, uh, the Chiefs are in a battle with Prince George for that top spot in the pod. Uh, You're coming off a big win against them on Monday. Uh, What can you say? You mentioned about the kind of defensive prowess of the team, but what can you say about your games against them so far this year?
2: well you know the games that we lost them that i mean i gotta give credit to pg like they they always come out you know they they come out with full intensity from the drop to all the way at the end like we we've had no easy games against pg um but you know for for us personally we uh when we get successes when we're on the whole night um you know sometimes against PG when we lost them we kind of you know started off a bit lousier you know we we were kind of sleeping at the drop of the puck and then we woke up as the game went on but that's kind of when we fell into trouble and you know gave up some girl, some gold early but um I think you know if uh everyone comes prepared and ready to go and we're uh you know well focused and ready to go at the drop but you know i I, I think uh with the group of guys that we have we we won't have a problem with uh coming out with the win
1: yeah your last game of the year is on sunday against prince george if both of you take care of business against Merritt, you play Merritt, and so does prince george um then that sunday game will decide the the winner of the pod and i know we don't have a formal playoff this year uh but that would probably be the closest thing we would get to to a playoff game if that happens so uh if, if it does come together and sunday is that kind of final showdown for the pod uh what what are you looking forward to most about that and what, what would it be like for you and your teammates
2: oh i mean uh you know i think i can speak for uh everyone of my uh teammates that uh you know we love the battle and you know we love those tight games where uh you know it's, uh, you know, one-on-one battles and, you know, scrum fighting for pucks. And we, we love that type of stuff. And, uh, you know, those types of games are really excited. And, uh, you know, if it comes down to that, where we're fighting for whoever comes in first place, I, I think, uh, everyone's going to be fired up. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be more of a positive thing that we're going to have something to, uh, battle for. And, you know, we're going to have something to play for. I know. I, I think, uh, that would give some kids on the team, uh, some motivation and uh you know i have no doubt in my mind i was capable of uh you know coming through the win
1: great well thank you so much for the time sasha really appreciate it and uh, best of luck the rest of the season
2: yeah thank you i appreciate the call have a good one
1: big thanks to sasha Telegrin for joining us Next up, we speak with Penticton V's forward, Luke Wilson. Wilson is another player who is with a new team to start this year. The Three-year BCHL veteran, spent the first two years of his career with his hometown team in the Cowichan Valley Capitals, but joined the Penticton V's uh, through a trade in the offseason. He's fitting in quite nicely with his new team. He's fifth in the league in scoring with 26 points and second in the league in goals with 14. We had a great chat with Wilson to talk about his time in Cowichan, his year this year in Penticton, and eventually playing for Minnesota State University, where he committed to last season. So, Luke, you're fifth in the league in scoring with 26 points. You're second in goals with 14. Uh, it's your first year in Penticton, but but how do you think the, the season's been going so far in your mind?
3: Uh, you know what? It's been it's been an up and down season. Obviously, dealing with COVID and whatnot, and only being able to to play a 20 game season's been, uh, it's been hard on our group. I mean, we've been here from, from day one practicing and working towards a goal of, you know, trying to play for a national championship. And, and that was taken away from us kind of at an early point. So, um, for us to be able to be here with two games to go and, and sit first place in the BCHL division, it's, uh, it's something to be proud of for our group. And it just shows, you know, the character and and the group we have in the room that, you know, even with with such an unfortunate year and not being able to play for for something, we still came together, and you know, we're we're having great success, so it's been good.
1: What about your game personally? What's been working so well for you on the ice?
3: Play with uh, a lot of good players here in Penticton. Um, I'm really enjoying myself. I've had amazing billets and and really made some good connections with you know guys along along this season. I think for myself. Uh, as long as I just come to the rink and, and try to be me, be a good teammate, I think, you know, the points come, the goal scoring comes. And and for myself, it's all about it's all about winning with these guys.
1: Uh, so, Luke, who, uh, who are some of those players that you've been playing with? Who have you been able to uh, maybe build some chemistry with on the ice?
3: Yeah, I've, I've played with Finn Williams for, uh, I'd say, almost 90% of the games. Um, unfortunately, he's facing an injury right now and won't be able to, to play in the last two games. But I think he's kind of the main guy um, people see me playing with. Um, for for myself, Finn's a, Finn's a really good guy to play with. He plays up the middle, and um, he's very he's very good with supporting pucks up the wall. And I think another guy is Ryan Upson, who just recently he has been moved to my line, and I found a lot of chemistry with him. He's uh, a really agile player. He likes to play with the puck and make plays, so I think, for myself, it's been nice because they have been getting me the puck and I've been going to the right spots and, and we found chemistry. And, and off the ice, we, we're great friends. So I just think it kind of is attributed to our success so far this year. So I mentioned
1: at the top that this is your first year in Penticton. You had spent two years with Cowichan prior to that. What was the transition like for you at the beginning of the year coming into a new situation?
3: Um, I think for myself, it was, uh, it was a smooth transition. I mean, the people in, in Penticton here, um, within the organization, made it made it very easy for me um, to come in and feel comfortable and, and feel wanted um, right from day one in the summer when I when I got traded. Um, with that being said, it was it was a little tough to leave home. it was, it was tough to leave my 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 uh, mom and dad, my twin brothers. But you know what? I'm in I'm in an unbelievable situation here in Penticton. Like I said earlier, I got great billets and and people around me who are who are helping me out with my school and. Uh, you know pushing me to be a better person every day so I couldn't be more thankful to be here so
1: because of the the weird season this year there was a a super long gap between the the exhibition and the start of our pod season so for about four months there you were just practicing every day with the team as someone who was new coming in um, did that act as a bit of a benefit to you um, getting to so much practice time and kind of giving you even longer to get used to your new team and your new surroundings
3: yeah, I think so. I think I was able to, you know, we practiced about a hundred times over the course of the break, and and not only that, we were able to train off the ice, and I've seen major progression um, off the ice with with my body, and and I think it attributed to uh, the success I'm having so far this year. So um, that was one point, and then and being able to, you know, hang out with the guys. It's hard because you know when it's when it's time at the rink, your time is to be focused and, and work hard. But um, away from it, we were able to kind of get get together and, and spend some quality time getting to know each other and, and create memories that'll last a lifetime.
1: So you, you mentioned how tough it was to leave Cowichan. You're you're from Duncan. That's your hometown team. Um, but just looking back on those couple of years you spent there, what does that time mean to you being able to, to play for that team uh, so close to home?
3: Uh, you know what? It means the world to me. I was... A kid who grew up idolizing the Capitals, um, wanting to be a capital one day and and to have that opportunity last year to play for that organization and live at home for two years and be able to graduate with some of my lifelong best friends was, um, it was real special to me and it meant a lot. Um, With that being said, it was the chance for me to, you know, sleep in my own bed for two years and feel comfortable uh, coming home with home-cooked Italian meals and whatnot from my (laughs) mom. and. And, you know, it, it gave me a chance to see my, my brothers grow up. They're 15 years old twins and, you know, they're they're getting bigger than me right now. I see pictures and it's it's hard to live away from home and, and hard to not, you know, see them grow up. But like I said, having those two years at home was uh, it was real special to me and, and I'll never forget it.
1: So you spent your hockey career coming up through the system in BC. You played at pretty much every level. You played at uh, the academy level. You played major midget. You went junior B and now junior A. What can you say about your, your journey through BC hockey and all the, the different stops you've made along the way?
3: You know what? I enjoyed every minute of it. Um, I couldn't say a single bad thing about any of the organi- organizations I was a part of, um, whether that may be Shawnigan Lake School Um, the friends I met there, the lifelong lessons I I was able to to learn within the school aspect and life aspect of things. And then moving to Nanaimo I had amazing billets out there and a chance to develop my skills and then on to junior B with Kurt Toniff. I think he kinda really taught me what the junior hockey side of things was all about and the way to, you know, be a be a good teammate And, and for myself it was my first year playing junior so um, to, to learn the league a little bit I think it really prepared me for my years in coaching and, and to where I am now.
1: So yeah, now, now you're in your third year in the BCHL so you're, you're a BCHL veteran now um, how do you think your game has grown over those three years?
3: You know what, I think it's grown a lot, I think I've I came into the league as a, as a more skilled offensive player and, and I've learned kind of the defensive the defensive way of hockey here in Penticton, Fred, Fred Harvinson, our coach here expects a lot out of you know his top players and and he expects you to play a, two foot, a full 200 foot game so I think being able like I said to to practice for so long and it waits for the season I was able to you know work on my foot speed work on my uh my my health and get my weight down a little bit and, and I think you know I have had the opportunity to, to succeed and and grow um so I couldn't be more happy. So as everyone knows, uh,
1: we're coming to the end of the pod season here and Penticton is ho- the host of the, the Penticton pod and you've been playing against Cranbrook and Trail. Uh, so in general, what's the pod experience been like for you? What's it been like playing those teams so often and, and getting to host? What, what's it been like for you and your teammates?
3: Yeah, it's been amazing. I think, you know what, kudos to, uh, to all the guys around the league who have had to live in the hotels over this month. I think that was one of the biggest things for me is um, by hosting it here in Penticton, I was able to live at my billet house um, and, you know, still enjoy the outdoors at a home gym at home that, you know, put a lot of work into um, over quarantine and whatnot. So I think that was a huge uh, advantage for myself, just being able to, you know, sleep at sleep in my own bed every night, come home and, you know, be able to turn on the game and and rewatch the games and whatnot and, and I've, I've shared a pretty good relationship with my billet brother, Caden Lane, who's also been having a phenomenal season. So just to be able to get outside with him on our off days and enjoy the outdoors. Um, I think Penticton's done an amazing job at hosting the bubble. And, you know, like I said, we got two games to go and, and it's been an amazing experience. And I just couldn't be more thankful to be able to play with this group because it is it is such a special group we have here in Penticton.
1: Yeah, I want, to, I want to follow up on that about uh, Caden Lane. He's uh, been outstanding for the V's and net, <clears throat> excuse me, and he's been great on the ice. And I know he's, uh, he's an interesting guy off the ice. He has a lot of interests outside of hockey. What can you say about your relationship with him?
3: Uh, to be honest, I couldn't say enough about the guy he is. Um, he's one of my best friends to this day. Uh, I only got a chance to know him. and I, I didn't really know him coming into Penticton, and we kind of got thrown in a billet house uh, together and you know I think we're complete opposite people who share um, you know a, a like for the a, a love for the outdoors so we've been able to get outside we we live right on the, the mountain side on Skaha Lake there so we've done our fair share of hiking and mountain biking and fishing and you know paddle boarding and, and really had a chance to reset our minds when we're not at the, uh, the rink and and it's been awesome. I mean, he's, he's a phenomenal goaltender. He's probably one of the most athletic guys I've ever seen. Um, and he's a competitor. So I, I really hope, you know, the best for the best for Caden. And, and I hope, um, we get to finish this, this season off with two big wins and, and, uh, finish it on a, off on a high note. Yeah.
1: That leads, leads me into my next question. You guys have already wrapped up first place, but you do still have those two games over the weekend. Um, Even though first place is wrapped up, how do you guys plan on approaching them?
3: Uh, We're looking to win. I mean, that's the goal playing here in Penticton. Um, We have a winning culture and that's, that's what's expected. I mean, you know, it's for some guys around this league, I think, it's hard for them to stay, stay in it knowing we're, we're so close to being done. But for our group here in Penticton, we just got off the ice. We're, we're still focused, and I think that's just uh, credit to Freddie and the culture he's built. Um, I don't think we settle for anything less, and I think that's what should be expected this weekend from our group.
1: We'll wrap up with a quest- couple questions about minnesota state university where you're committed to that'll be your your next stop in your hockey career so uh during the the national tournament time and, and even throughout the ncaa season how exciting was it for you to see them do so well this year
3: yeah it was a blast to be honest i'm uh, i'm very thankful to be a maverick and uh i've had an amazing relationship with them over the course of the past two years and and to see the success they had this year was, you know, like I said, something to be really proud of. And um, it's kind of it's exciting for a guy like me to look, you know, maybe two years down the road and think of myself in that position. Or um, So it's exciting. And, and I'm really, really looking forward to uh, being a Maverick one day.
1: When it came down to making that decision, I know you you committed uh, a little over a year ago now. But uh, what was it about that program that you saw as the best fit for you?
3: Um, I think the coaching, staff, you know, they were very, they were very good with me. They, they came out to couch in a few times. Um, and I got, got to share a really good relationship with them, um, which has followed through all the way until this year. And I think for myself, it's a winning culture. I want to be someone who, who goes into a team and brings a, a good attitude and, and a winning, winning attitude as well. So I think for myself, being able to call minnesota state home is just going to give me the opportunity to further my success and one day ultimately play uh, professional hockey
1: great luke well really appreciate the time uh thanks a lot and best of luck the rest of the season
3: awesome thanks a lot jesse have a good one
1: thank you very much to luke wilson for the time Let's wrap things up with an interview with the reigning BCHL player of the week, Owen Say. Say is coming off the best week of his BCHL career as he made three starts for the Salmon Arm Silverbacks and won all three of them, stopping a combined 93 of 97 shots for a 9.59 save percentage and a 1.33 goals against average. Say entered his first season in the BCHL with Salmon Arm with an impressive resume. In the Northern Ontario Junior Hockey League last year, he made 36 starts and had a 31-2 record with a 941 save percentage. He also got a chance to compete internationally with Team Canada East at the World Junior A Challenge and was part of the team that lost in double overtime in the gold medal game to Russia. Our intern Sheldon Lee caught up with Owen Say earlier this week to chat about all that and more. So let's hear what they had to say.
0: Thank you so much for doing this with me. Um, congratulations on being the BCHL player of the week. And I guess that's where we'll start. Uh, you and the Silverbacks are coming off of three straight wins where you personally posted a one, three, three GAA and a nine fifty nine save percentage. Just take me through your last few games and uh, what's been going right for you.
4: Well, I think, uh, you know, just coming to the end of the pod season, um, <clears throat> we've been uh, a couple of points back of, of Vernon, so just, uh, just dialing it in and, and securing some big dubs for us. So
0: Conversely, when you guys are rolling like this, um, what are the guys in front of you doing right? What are, what are they doing to make your job easier?
4: Um, one big thing is just playing physical, um, wearing the other team down, um, constantly playing hard. Um, you know, I think we, we do a really good, uh, we've been doing a really good job in our D-zone. Um, really limiting our our uh our scoring chances against but uh but yeah no and obviously with uh with Tassie, Serdakny and and Sullivan, we've uh been scoring a lot of goals so that's helpful too. You played last
0: season in the North Ontario Hockey League where you put up some terrific numbers with the Voodoos. Tell me what it was like for you just arriving in Salmon Arm and adjusting to life in BC.
4: Um when I, when I first got here, obviously I had to do the, the quarantine, which is tough, but, um, you know, getting here uh, a little bit quicker pace of, uh, of play when I first got here um, could definitely tell the difference. But, you know, when I first got here, the guys made it really easy for me to adjust and, um, you know, I'm really happy where I am now. So,
0: On that, have you felt the need to make any significant adjustments to your game since arriving or is it just a matter of sticking with what
4: got you here? I think, uh, I would say it's pretty much just like adjustment. Um, I don't think I've had to make any huge changes in my game. Um, but yeah, no, I think, um, yeah, no, I, I think it's just, uh, just a little bit of an adjustment.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, you had the opportunity in 2019 to suit up for team Canada at the world junior A challenge. You guys came up just short, Uh, in that gold medal game, but by all accounts had a fantastic tournament. Give me an idea uh, of what it was like for you to don the Maple Leaf and what that experience did for you.
4: I mean, it it was a surreal surreal feeling, you know, Um, obviously just to get the wear in the Maple Leaf. Um, There's nothing quite like it. So, but yeah, I know the tournament there, the group of guys was really special and for us to go that far, it it was pretty amazing. I think we were kind of the underdogs of that tournament. So to make it to the finals and and go as far as we did. It was a really cool experience. You played with Devin Levi on that
0: team, who is now a, a member of the Panthers system. Um, those international tournaments give you teams such little time to gel. What was it like playing alongside him, and did you guys get much time to kind of study each other's games and pick each other's brains?
4: Yeah, I, uh, I remember looking at some film with him, um, kind of going into the tournament. Um, and we were roommates during the tournament. So obviously I got, I got to know him really well. And you know, he's obviously like a fantastic goaltender. Um, you know, obviously just the way he plays, he's super agile, tracks the puck really well. Like, but yeah, besides that, he's, he was uh, an unbelievable guy, unbelievable teammate. Um, but yeah, he's probably one of the best goalies that I've ever been paired with. So it was something really special.
0: What drew you to the goaltending position? Was that always your first choice? Were you always in that? or uh, was it something that just kind of evolved over time?
4: Yeah, when I, I uh, when I was younger, I remember probably like five, six years old. Um, I remember being in the driveway and playing some road hockey, and uh, my dad came out onto the front front porch because, um, you know, competitive hockey. Obviously, you got to pick a position, so comes out onto the porch and says to me like, "Hey, like, you want to be a, a goalie or a player?" And so I kind of and like thought about it for a few seconds and I was like, I want to be a goalie Until since then I've carried on the dream.
0: No okay. kidding. Uh, in terms of preparation, do you have any, any specific game day routines or perhaps superstitions? Because I know goalies can be a little bit quirky at times.
4: For me, I, I wouldn't say I have any superstitions. I do follow a routine, but mm-hmm. if I kind of like miss something, or I don't do something like it's not, I don't have it affect my play. So, Mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah, no, I, I would say I just follow a a regular routine, even with like my, uh, my pregame warmups, like off the ice, Mm -hmm. um, on the ice, like all that kind of stuff. But yeah, no, I wouldn't really say I'm super superstitious.
0: Does your pregame routine essentially just start the second you wake up on game day?
4: Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll wake up. I'll always get a, a good breakfast in. We'll get to, the rink in the morning and do a little like warm-up um you know stretch um that kind of stuff mm-hmm. i'll go home um have another like meal probably lunch um and kind of just chill out for a little bit probably have a nap mm-hmm. and then uh and then we'll get back to the rink and head over to head over for the game so uh,
0: you and the Silverbacks are amidst a very tight race right now for the top spot in the Vernon pod. How do you guys maintain your focus with uh just a few games to go and, and so much on the line?
4: Um, I think it's just for us, um it's the heart. I'd say every guy in that room probably has the biggest hurts um that I've ever played with, I guess. Um mm-hmm. yeah, I know we uh I think with how close we are with Vernon and, and whatnot. It's definitely a, a huge battle. So, yeah, no, we've had, we've, uh, we've showed a lot of heart throughout this pod. And I think um, that's one main thing that really drives us to, um, you know, finish it off and try to close off and, and finish in first place. But um, yeah, no, we have a really special group here, really tight group. So um, I'd say that's our biggest thing.
0: Did you notice any, I mean, aside from speed, is there any specific... Differences, uh, major differences that you've noticed. Is there a significant difference between the two?
4: I would say that, like, besides the pace, um, plays are probably a little crisper. Um, mm-hmm. Guys are a little smoother, probably. Um, besides that, I'd say like shots are pretty much about the same. Um, but yeah, no, that's about it.
0: And what do you do to keep yourself busy when you're not playing hockey?
4: Um. Well, I I, uh, I spend a lot of time um, with my bullets and and mm-hmm. occasionally on the on the video games with with the rest of the fellows. But <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, no. Right now, just with the the pod restrictions, it makes it a little harder to kind of keep going with time. But um, yeah. and kill some time. But yeah, no. I'd say that's that's probably the one of the main things.
0: Cool, man. That is awesome. Thank you so much for doing this. All right. Thank you.
1: Thank you to Owen Say for the time and thank you to Sheldon Lee for the interview. That does it for another episode of the BCHL podcast. Huge thank you to all of our guests. Owen Say, who you just heard from, Sasha Teleguin and Luke Wilson. As usual, big thank you to our producer, Greg Ballack, for putting this thing together. And finally, another thank you to our sponsor, BC. A few quick plugs before we go. We have some great features up at bchl.ca this week. The latest in our NHL Bloodline series features Prince George forward Nick Rayon. His father, Pascal, played in the NHL and had a long career, including a Stanley Cup championship. And his aunt, Manon Rayom is one of the most famous women's hockey goaltenders uh, in in hockey history. And she is most famous for suiting up for a couple of exhibition games with the Tampa Bay Lightning back in the early to mid-90s. We chatted with all three of them and and covered a wide range of topics, so be sure to go check that out at the BCHL website. On top of that, we have our latest in our BC Born series. We speak with Merritt Centennial's defenseman, Talon Zackel who has gotten a chance to play for his hometown team in Merritt for the past three years. And last but not least later today, we'll be publishing a feature on Prince George defenseman Mason weight. Uh, Mason was diagnosed with cancer back in April of last year. Uh, so we document that experience for him, his recovery and his comeback this year with the Prince George Spruce Kings, where he was named team captain. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, Be sure to watch the games over the weekend. It's the final weekend of the BCHL pod season. So we'll talk to you in a week to recap uh, the BCHL pod season. Thanks, everyone.